0: There you go. Stick with it. Don't differ. According to Bob from our Asher Records. This is snoring, Bob. From our Asher Records Service Company live in feed feedback, Tray. you always open up your segment with, Hey, guys, I like the caller suggested you open up your segment like Big Keith style. Big Keith in the house. I think we will lose five games. Cincinnati, <laughs> Texas A&M, Alabama, BYU, and Auburn. Your thoughts. Yawn, snore, grumble, grumble, snore, bore out the door. So if he doesn't agree with him, is he gonna snore some more? Well, he's already back asleep, so oh, okay. he won't even know what Trey is about to say. That's right.
1: <laughs> hey, that ball doesn't bounce straight up and down. You can have some bad luck in the sure. sport. You know, I That's mean, right. you can have. I mean, I I shudder to think what would happen if if Arkansas lost KJ Jefferson for an extended time. Knock on wood on that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if that happened, then sure, I could see them losing, you know, a lot more games. But, uh, I don't know, I'm still hovering kind of around nine wins, ball bounces one way, eight wins, ball bounces the other way, ten. Um, the, again, I've said this before, the thing that's kind of holding me back from saying firmly ten is just thinking about how everybody else probably feels about their teams that they cover. Um because of the transfer portal being able to fill so many holes. But all I can look at is say, like, this team compared to past Arkansas teams I've covered looks pretty good. All
0: right, Trey, you had your viewing window today at 4.30, mm-hmm. I believe, or 4.35, somewhere in that, that time frame. What were you able to observe? Yeah, it's a pretty short practice
1: today. Actually, they're just in in spiders, so no shells on or anything like that, No no heavy pads. Um, I'm actually down in the um, in the north end zone tunnel over at Razorback Stadium, um, you know, where the team runs out, uh, just kind of waiting for press conferences. It's going to be at 535. So pretty quick after we get we get done here. Uh, But it's going to be an abbreviated practice. And I think that's largely because uh, tomorrow they're going to break off the scout teams and turn their attention to Cincinnati. Uh, You know, you don't want to jump into that too early. So get a couple of couple few days in on Cincinnati including the mock game and before you start your regular uh, game week prep so um uh, I Jaden Hazelwood was not out there today that's that's new um you know I don't want to speculate on uh, the cause of the injury but it's been you know I don't think it's anything long term but it's um, it's been discussed a little bit here and there uh, Brady Latham was actually not out there yesterday I mentioned yesterday that they had Bill Limmer working at left guard and Takias Crawford at right guard, uh, but I didn't keep track of the offense. That was our guy Andrew Ellis keeping track of. He was lined up at offense, and I hadn't talked to him yet by the time I was on the show. But uh, Latham was not out there yesterday, and wasn't out there again today. They had Bo Lemmer working left guard, and Takias Crawford working uh, right guard. Um, let's see what else was any major news. Still Dominic Johnson back out there. He was still looking good. I think you know. I mean, I think that there's a chance that we could see him in the first game. Um, Jaden Wilson still in green, no contact, and Marcus Henderson also still in green. I kind of thought that they might um, be getting close to being where they're going to pull the jersey, uh, the green jersey off Henderson, but uh, he's still in green. Maybe, maybe by Thursday uh, they'll be able to get him more full go. Um, uh, we'll see, we were at, we talked a little bit yesterday about Aid Renfro's um, his injury. He, so his his brace is on his left knee, so that would be. You know, he's right-handed, so that would be the, the front leg when you drop back. And that's, again, you know, a lot of quarterbacks wear those anyway, so maybe he, he will continue to wear that throughout the season. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned Dominic Johnson, his his braces on his right knee. Um, but it was it was a pretty quick viewing period, just 15 minutes today, and uh, a shorter practice, obviously.
0: Trey, speaking of Bo Limmer in particular, This has to be something that's kind of unexpected, and I say that because I think they have anticipated Dalton Wagner with that back uh, or maybe back and neck type situation that could cause some issues there. Did this kind of come out of the blue in your mind for Bo Limmer?
1: For him working
0: at left No, I'm, I'm talking about missing practice. You mentioned he's missed the last two days. I said Limmer.
1: I thought I said Latham. Latham.
2: It's Latham that's yeah.
0: missing, right?
1: Latham
0: last two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Two BL guys.
1: Yeah, Brady Latham. Uh, yeah, yeah, Latham. I assume he's. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the the cause of the injury, or maybe it's a family issue. Or I don't know what um, has caused him to miss the last couple of days. But yeah, I guess it would be unexpected anytime somebody <laughs> misses right. yeah. uh, time out there. So I don't. I don't know what the the cause is right now. We will get Sam Pittman tomorrow. Tomorrow's our last day with um, with the team until I believe Monday. Monday we'll have Sam Pittman again, but Thursday we'll have Sam Pittman, so maybe we'll find out a little bit more on that day.
0: Let's talk with Nate. Nate Got him. Oh <laughs>
2: happens. And hey, we up. should we should mention also that uh, Sam Pittman live debuts tonight. Does it not, Randy? Correct. So uh, I don't know if they ever get into somebody not being at practice on that show, but uh, perhaps
0: he'll mention something about it there. Yes, 7 o'clock, immediately Mm -hmm. following uh, our program. It will be the first edition of Sam Pittman Live from the Catfish Hole. I think that's something, Trey, that you need to start. uh, I know Tom Murphy goes to the – Catfish hole for Sam Pittman. You need to go on behalf of Hogsports.com. Yeah, I think I'll just listen, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: on the radio. So That's right. I don't Here's think the they're gonna, they're thing. not going to take any questions from me. I've been before. No. Um, but uh, I'll just think of the I mean, food. I guess I could go if I'm eating. Yeah, if I'm going to eat, I guess I could go. But otherwise, yeah, I'll just listen.
0: <laughs> I would. I wouldn't take my pad. My writing pad. I wouldn't take my pencil. I wouldn't take my recorder. I just go and say, "Oh, I'm here with the media." Uh, where's the Where's mm-hmm. the uh, Where's the uh, d- the dinner line? I gotta
1: have I gotta have some props though. And look like you're working, right? I right. guess that's true too. Yeah. That's all they would be.
0: <laughs> they just carry a notepad in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carry a notepad in and a pencil. That that would make you look official in itself. All right, I'm waiting for a caller to um, be put on hold. Um... To make sure that we get him
2: on? Usually, Trey's second call works out just fine.
0: Scott, good afternoon. you have a question or comment for Trey?
2: Yes, I do.
1: Hey, Trey. Uh, I was going to ask, what do you think is one thing the offense can do differently this year than they couldn't do last year? And, second part of that question, what's one thing you expect the offense not to be able to do as well as it did last year? Well, I don't expect them to have, I think they're good at wide receiver. I don't expect them to have, you know, quite the dynamic playmaking potential as they had with Burks, who, you know, took some short passes a long distance and, you know, caught a lot of deep balls. And not that they can't do that, but. I mean, Barks was pretty, pretty money, you know. In the red zone, also, you know, when you throw to Barks, especially in practice, uh, he would just always, always win. That's something I guess I would expect many not to do as efficiently as they did in the past. At the same time, I do feel like they have the ability to more comfortably spread it around and have, you know, more people make plays. It's kind of a weird combination, I guess. Uh, but I, I think KJ having another year you know, should be a guy that can spread the ball around a little bit better just from having logged more starts and more more experience. So, I don't know. That's, I don't know. It's not really a good answer, but that's, that's what came off the top of my
0: head. Well, I think to maybe uh, expect Arkansas to lead the nation again in the Power Five in regards to – rushing the football, would that be an expectation, Trey, that you would think could be exceeded or equal and maybe fall short? Because, I mean, that's impressive when you think, what, Mm -hmm. 225 yards a game last year led the Power Five uh, schools in rushing. Yeah. That number is actually a little down
1: from that mark. You know, usually the leader – uh, has has a few more rushing yards than that, so maybe that, that would be the one. Um, but I, I think they're going to run the ball for a lot of yards. I mean, I, they got a veteran offensive line returning, and they got some good looking running backs. And looks like Dominic Johnson could be uh, could actually be maybe healthy enough to, to go that first game. So and KJ still going to run it, you know. So I, I think that uh, I think that they could probably possibly exceed that number. I think they're gonna have some success in the passing game though. I mean, they just got a lot more options out there. They don't have a trailing Burks. I mean, not a lot of teams have a first round NFL wide receiver on their roster. That doesn't mean that Arkansas is bad at that position, because I think they're actually pretty good.
0: Speaking of the tight end, do you who who right now is pushing Trey Knox?
1: I don't know that anybody is. And that you know, that's a position group where you could say, Hey, you know, you lose Trey Knox, that could be a little scary. Uh, You know, Nathan Bags has been pretty firmly the number two tight end pretty much since the spring Um, and definitely in fall camp. And, you know, maybe Tyrus Washington would be the next guy. And then Hudson Henry kind of seems like he's the guy after him. So I don't know if you would say anybody's, like, really pushing Trey Knox right now.
0: Which I don't think is good. I I think they all need competition. Uh, Absolutely. 501.
1: I don't know. I don't know that anybody was pushing, um, Hunter Henry either, though.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. That, that's <laughs> yeah, I was so trying to I'm better. not saying, I'm not he saying, was, tr- I'm not yeah. saying Trey
1: Knox is Hunter Henry, but no. uh, yeah, Absolutely no, I, I like what that. I was doing,
0: I, I was thinking of Hudson Henry when you first said that. That's why I'm thinking, huh, what, no, what, okay, uh this according to Saturday Down South and uh, the writer of this particular article was Matt Hinton. And he's ranking the top 25 quarterbacks in college football in 2022. And i got—I got to say, I think this is pretty fair. And that is, he has K.J. Jefferson at number eight. On the list, wow! I think that's very fair. Nationally, yeah, that's good. Nationally, yeah, it's good. In fact, the only ones I'm looking in uh, the SEC that's ahead of him, Spencer Rattler, which I don't agree with that. He's got him at number four, and wow. then nationally, nationally, well, of and then number one up, is Bryce big, Young, Alabama. Yeah. Rattler was
2: big going into last season, and didn't work out. So, and if Spencer
1: Rattler number four ranked quarterback in the country, then that South Carolina game got a little bit scarier. Yeah, that I'd say. Indeed, indeed, who he is. Yeah. Uh, now, he had a really good freshman season. Um, yes. You know, he started off kind of slow then, too. And, you know, last year, people point to his struggles. Last year, they were still 6 0 with him as a starter <laughs> last
2: year. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know he's I think a lot of people think just because he he had a struggle year that he's chopped liver and uh, you know he's he's a quality quarterback he's going to be you know a good player for them uh, I don't know that he's not, I mean not going to Heisman like he was favored to this time last year but he's a good quarterback I don't know that I would take him over KJ Jefferson in fact I said the other day there's nobody that I would just take over KJ Jefferson maybe Bryce Young is at Alabama but I I don't know if you put Bryce Young at Arkansas and put KJ Jefferson at Alabama. How do those results look?
0: Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. There. Let's talk with uh, Donnie. Donnie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
2: I do, I do,
1: and, y- and y'all may think I'm crazy. I may be out on an island with this idea. I've texted him a couple times in the last couple of days, but and I and y'all may have had, I may have had to get out of the car first and didn't hear the answer. Um, To me, and I'm I'm not very smart, but to me, uh, Malik Hornby would be the perfect punt returner. I mean, he's small, he's quick, he's fast, and he's got good hands, you know. And I'll get y'all's opinion on that, get Trey's opinion, and I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I mean, I think he would if it wasn't so thin behind him at quarterback I mean you're already risking a little bit by putting him out at wide receiver and you know like Rocket Sanders for example at kickoff return that was a name that the coaches threw out as a possibility and Pittman goes yeah they threw it at me and I threw it back um you know just (laughs) because you know you risk you risk injury by doing that Yeah. Um, yeah there's a higher risk of injury um you know that's one reason they've done so much to try to cut down on, you know, return game stuff. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. But, yeah, just alone in and of itself, Lee Hornsby probably would be a good candidate as a punt returner.
2: You like people Trey, who are fast back there. But, you know, you're right. You're not going to risk your number two quarterback in that position.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't think so anyway. I uh, Dre, hopefully you've got a pad and pencil handy for this particular moment. Um, okay, but I don't, if, we'll try. <laughs> okay, if you remember uh, when you talk with Coach Pittman tomorrow, uh, Devin Manuel, Marcus Miller, Josh Street, mm-hmm. these are all players that's important right now yeah. for the depth chart. Uh, yeah, find I out. They were
1: all still missing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then Marcus Henderson and Jaden Wilson, you've already talked about Dominic Johnson. Which I think every day mm-hmm. that he shows up, regardless of the fact he's in a green jersey or not, uh, that is positive because he is again, he's coming back from a knee. But um, Henderson I think has been expected almost any day, and I really thought he would, he would have been uh, maybe able to practice without the green jersey, maybe as late as today. But if you'll check on him and Jaden Wilson, this Devon Manuel, Marcus Miller, Josh Street and Marcus Henderson and Jaden Wilson. Now, my understanding, Jaden Wilson was having a very positive fall camp until this setback. Yeah, he missed a couple
1: of days, um, and it's been in green ever since. But he's still running routes and all that stuff, going through drills, just doing the individual stuff. But, um, yeah, we'll ask – I mean, if I don't ask questions on on injuries, somebody will. I mean, those questions are are all definitely going to get asked. It's it's kind of the – the normal as you go through the Rolodex of questions
0: mm-hmm. uh, you're always
1: going to ask about injuries. And sometimes you get an answer, sometimes
0: you don't. Gotcha. All right. This from our Asher Record Service Company, Live Fan Feedback Williams says uh, KJ Jefferson, Trey, I watched last year's bowl game last night. Which KD, KJ do you expect to see this year? The slightly timid passing quarterback or the bull quarterback that came out running over everybody? in the second half?
1: Those are the two options, the slightly timid passing quarterback and the bull. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two versions of K.J. Jefferson, that are the options. <laughs> I think we'll see a pretty well-rounded quarterback. I mean, he's, he'll have his moments where, you know, things don't go right. And, you know, I'm not predicting Arkansas to, to win every game, obviously. Uh, there'll be games where, you know, he struggles, and, you know, they'll they'll drop a game here and there. But I would expect KJ to be pretty well rounded as a runner and a passer. I think he's got some good options in the passing game. I just said, you know, he doesn't have a guy as good as Traylon Burks, but who does? Not very many teams across the country have a guy like that. Um, But I do think that they have, as I've put it before, man, two through 12 on this roster. I guess it's two through 11. Jaqueline Crawford's gone, but um, it's better than what they had last year. And I think significantly better.
0: Craig, I believe ten days out from the first game, uh, do you believe? Forever. Yeah. Do you believe that Arkansas is now settling into that three-three-five look defensively, or do you not see still some variations of that?
1: Oh, I don't think there's. I think they're going to be very multiple. I think we'll see the four-two-five. I think that's one of the reasons we've seen them, you know, switch it up so much. Um, I think we'll see a four-two-five, three-three-five. Three through six. I think we'll see all of the above um, this season. And I don't know how often they'll run that three, three, five, but if they need a pass rush, it sure feels like, they feel like Drew Sanders is their best option to get to the quarterback. So, you know, we could see that on third downs quite a bit. And we, we could, you know, we could see some other things. We'll see, obviously, you know, they get down to the goal line. And what, I mean, in the past, they've been down to the goal line, they still a three man front, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, they've got uh, they've got a system that works for them, but I think we'll we'll see a pretty multiple defense.
0: Is speaking of Drew Sanders, is he primarily a Mike? No, he's a
1: I don't know if he's the Mike or the Will. I mean, those two spots are pretty interchangeable, just kind of kind of like the nickel and the boundary. What would we buzz?
2: Rick. Oh, keep going, Trey. I just said he's not a Mike. He's a Drew. Anyway.
0: Uh, I'm glad you ignored that, Trey, Mm. It didn't disrupt your delivery. I didn't hear it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Sometimes you're you're better off for it. It's okay.
0: Well, that's that's why I was asking you whether he's a Mike or or maybe a a Will. uh, I would think, would it not depend a little bit where he lines up uh, in regards to blitzing? Yeah,
1: I mean. I'm just not, I'm not sure which one he is necessarily, but he's, I mean, he's, I guess basically a jack when he's down at the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah. More on the outside. All right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow at a straight biddy. Okay. Bye, guys. Fox Sports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.